Hey everyone, it's Amy. I have a few uh, dates that I wanted to announce for my show, for the Pump and Dump Show. And um, if we're coming to your city, I'd love to meet you. So on um, November 7th, we're going to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And on the 8th and 9th, we're going to be in Phoenix. Then we have um, two shows, the 15th and 16th in Salt Lake City which will be great. And then we have actually a sold out show in Irvine on the 21st, but they're going to be adding another date uh, at the uh, Irvine Improv. So if you live in Albuquerque or Phoenix or Salt Lake City, I would love, love, love to see you. So check out thepumpanddumpshow.com to get more information on the show dates. Hope to see you soon. Bye. Mom, 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 get your shit together. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Mom, Get Your Shit Together with your host, me, Amy Albert. Hi, I'm so happy you're here. And um, I could not be more excited to uh, introduce my guest. I have been such a fan of hers forever, forever. Um, <laughs> she's um, uh, she's an actress. She's a Broadway actress. She's a TV actress. Um, you may know her as Melania, the only Melania that anyone ever wants to actually talk to or look at. Everyone, this is Laura Bonani. Hi. Hi, my love. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I am so good. And I am just so excited um, to get to talk to you. I, it's like I'm and I really have been like your biggest fan forever. When I moved to New York um, a million years ago, um, I, I'm like, <laughs> oh, good. Hello, my Jesus Christ. But um, uh, I um, saw you in Gypsy. Oh, yeah. At the city. Yeah, City Center. City we went Center. to City Center before it moved to Broadway. Yeah. Yes. And um, I remember just being so mesmerized. by, And I'd heard of heard of you before. But oh, my God, I was like, oh, like, just so mesmerized. Oh, thank you. Yes. It you... was a really beautiful experience. Also, I'm sorry if I sound weird. I'm literally hiding in my closet oh. while my daughter naps. <laughs> um, yeah, don't worry. I've uh, done so many interviews in my car, so d- don't worry. Yes. We're okay, all good. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, yeah, so um, uh, I'm just so glad that you had the, had the time. I know that you're so, so busy. What are you working on now? I'm actually shooting a film um, called Here Today that Billy Crystal co-wrote and is directing and is starring in I, um, with Tiffany Haddish. Oh my God, and I awesome. play, yeah, I play his daughter. Wow, that's so, amazing. Yeah. And last night I just hosted the um, the ACLU, NYCLU benefit called My Body, My Business at Town Hall. So that was really fun. I got to dress up like a uterus. I dressed in a uterus <laughs> costume. <laughs> And I did some, uh, I did some stand-up comedy, so that was really fun. Oh my god! Um, do you do stand-up? Yeah. Have you done stand-up before? You know, I it's funny because I do like you know what what's called cabaret, right? But what I do is really not that. It really is like stand-up and singing. So I'm I'm trying to be brave enough to like just uh to 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 head into that area more i've hosted um a lot of events now where i've written the material cool. um and it's yeah and it's gone really well and um last night went really well so i'm like i'm i'm trying to get out there doing it so that's amazing good job yeah, it's really fun thanks you know doing new things at 40 years old why not girl yes i know what you mean i did stand up in new york for like 7 years and i never ever felt good about my husband's a right. stand-up and my husband like that's how he makes his money you know right um and which is amazing and so I I but I and I met him doing it but I was never like like when I would bomb I would like cry yeah until sure <laughs> yeah that feels right yeah right that feels right you know I feel like this is a I'm in like a weirdly like, I feel like if I just went to, like, the comedy cellar, I don't think the response would be as positive as if I am, like, hosting something where people already know me and right. are, you know, are and already, like, a fan. Um, so yes. I feel like it's not like I, like you said, it's not like I came to the city and was like, I'm just, I'm going to do this and do it sort of anonymously. And I think I, it would not be as fun for me <laughs> if I did it that way. I think there'd be a lot of tears on my end as well. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. I know. You, yeah, it's like, because, you know, I also 
did that thing when I started, and I, I'm sure. I mean, unless last night, since you were a giant uterus last night, um, oh, that's so amazing. I. It was really fun. I need to see <laughs> pictures immediately. There's pictures on uh, social media, on my Instagram of me dressed. The, the costume is really amazing. It's, oh, my God. They did such a good job. Yeah. <laughs> It's so great. Well, I did that like that, like, you know, typical gal thing where I'd be like, let's talk about my vagina. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just like not, you know, and I was like in my early 20s, like what? I'm not interesting right now. You know, I'm in right, my early of 20s. Course. <laughs> exactly. I don't know anything. Right? Yeah. Right. I'm like, what am I do? I just moved here. I don't know what I'm doing. So um, but I think now that you and I have kids, like yes. now we like have some shit under our belt. So like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. I bet you would actually do very, very well, like if you just did a mic at the cellar because you know, people love to hear about how fucked up being a parent is. I mean, it's really funny. I you know what's like interesting to me though is actually I find some young people are like they don't want to actually hear that because they are looking forward to um, an imaginary life where their kids are perfect. <laughs> right. I feel like other parents are the ones who are like, "Yes, tell the truth, please." It's a shit show. Yeah. Yes, totally. Um, absolutely. Yeah, it's true. Isn't that so interesting? How like I never. I don't know if you were like this, but I never pictured my life like I never like grew up being like when I get married and I'm gonna like I didn't think about oh, that no right no and I mean having kids like I was like I don't know if I'm gonna and so I almost feel like we were we were set up like in a better way because we had no like we didn't know what kind of bullshit we were gonna walk through so um it's kind of nice <laughs> it's so funny to me because you know I grew up like as a kid knowing I wanted to be an actor. Like I knew I wanted to be an actor. I knew I wanted to sing. I also wanted to be an activist. Like I was very clear on what I wanted and none of those things included marriage and children. And yet I have been married three times (laughs) since I was 24 years old to three different people. Um, and now I have a baby. So it's just so funny to me that like at 24, I, I like did a thing that I had like never even really cared about were considered right i was like let me do let me do this um terrible idea and then let me let yeah. me do it again and then and finally finally i figured it out on the third time but i was like you know 36 or something by the time i figured it out right right yeah no i mean yeah i've talked about this before um like i was with a guy before my husband for like seven years yeah and i just for, for all intents and purposes, like fucking hated him. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, but we live in New York on the Upper East Side. I can't leave, you know. Right. <laughs> um, yep. But you get you get it, girl. You're in the yeah, city. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and it was like, I just assumed like, oh, this is just what being like, this is basically being married. I just like don't like this person. But right. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. And so I totally get that thing where you're like, eh, fuck it I might as well just you know get married because yeah you don't really know until like you actually find your person and then you're like oh it's actually pretty nice yeah yeah it's such a complicated funny thing um I think back to like who I was in my late teens and early 20s and I don't really even like feel like I know that person or like them very much. I know, right? <laughs> I think back at some of the things I did or said or prioritized and I I have like a visceral reaction to it. I actually yeah. shudder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I gotta tell I so I'm touring with a show called the Pump and Dump Show. Um, oh cool. Yeah it's so it's my I love it so so much. And we That's actually amazing. last week we went to my hometown of San Jose. Um, which was so great because I got to see some old friends and it was so, we got to play at the um, San Jose Improv and it was awesome. It is such a great time and I love seeing my friends so much. Um, But I had that, that thing where I flash back to like, oh God. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm with like my, um, like the stage manager and my tour partner and I'm going, oh, that. I saw this guy's dick there and uh, yeah. I, you know, like I hooked up with a guy who may, may not have dicks. been homeless. So many dicks. Yeah. Oh, too many. I know. <laughs> I, at one point I was like, dicks are the solution. 
<laughs> I know. You know, not. And then finally, I'm like, no, they're the, actually the problem. <laughs> now we know. Now we yeah, know. Now yeah. we know. <laughs> yeah. It's so lovely to meet a, a fellow, uh, a f- former dick enthusiast. That's really oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> it's true. It's I true. I love that so much. Um, when did you start acting? Like, how old were you when you started? I was 18. Okay. My parent, like, I'd, I'd always wanted to be an actor. I grew up in New Jersey, and I was like, get me an agent. And my parents were like, absolutely not. Right. Um, <laughs> so then when I was um, 17, I auditioned for The Sound of Music on Broadway the, the um, for Liesl. Mm-hmm. And they cast me as the understudy to Maria, the, like, Julie Andrews part. Whoa. Um, That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was crazy. So then I was set to go to NYU on a scholarship. And when I went to them and said, hey, I have this job on Broadway, they they understandably um, took my scholarship away because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be going full time. And then I just never went back to college and I just kept working. Like I just did show after show. And then finally I started doing like TV and, um, you know, diversifying a bit from doing only theater. and. Um, so yeah, I, I've been living by myself in New York since I was 18 years old, which is, I think, why I thought dicks were the solution, Right. because I didn't have any girlfriends my age. You know, like all my girlfriends at 18 went to college uh-huh. and they like joined sororities and had college lives. And I lived in a studio apartment by myself. And when I did The Sound of Music, I was closer in age to the children than I was to like any of the grownups. So I didn't fit in with the little kids. I didn't fit in with the older people. And all of a sudden I had like all this male attention, you know? So I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to not be lonely at least. Yeah. Um, and then by the time everybody graduated college, they still all had like their friend groups. And I was just this sort of like floating, (laughs) like amoeba, um, in the city by myself. Um, and and it, it's it's funny. I think back and I'm like, oh, I kind of really wish I had gone to college on multiple levels. Right. <laughs> also because it's embarrassing when people are like, where did you go to school? And I'm like, nowhere. And then I actually took over. So when the woman I understood they left, I played opposite um, Richard Chamberlain. Holy shit. You know, he, I was 19 <gasps> and he was 19,000. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoa. That's intense. Yeah. It's such a, I always was just like a grown up. And that's the thing too. Like I, I wasn't 18 playing a kid, you know, I was like 18 playing a grown woman who was in love with a very old man. Yeah. Um, wow. so it was just a kind of a bizarre way to become a grown up. Definitely. Yeah. But in, so, you know. and so after, so when, so you started doing Broadway basically right away and yeah, then right away mm-hmm. that's amazing and then you just continued on and so you um how many sh- how many Broadway shows do you do a year now would you say well it's hard it's hard I mean you can't really do more than one a year because they tend to be longer running but mm-hmm. you know I've, I started in uh when I was 18 so it's been 22 years and in 22 years I think I've started in either 12 or 13 Broadway shows that's amazing. Um, yeah, it was really, and, and, you know, a lot of them were plays like without music. Um, and then I started doing, you know, a lot of TV and, um, like concerts all over the place and then, you know, trying, you know, writing and writing like little comedy videos and stuff. But, um, so I've just always been trying, I'm just, you know, doing my best to add a bunch of different things. Um, but it is really funny to think back on those early years in New York where I was just like a child <laughs> still, but essentially living like a grown up. Right. Yeah. My I was so struck um, my first year in New York. I mean, I was 22, I guess. Right. And I was like, wow, this place has no consequences. <laughs> no, none. None. Eventually. Yeah, right. <laughs> just not, a, not immediate. Yeah. I mean, like, because you don't have to drive. You know, if you yeah, drink, totally, uh, totally. you can like, you know, get Indian food at four in the morning, uh, yeah. like all the best things. Um, and I went back to visit in May for like five days without my kids. And I was like, oh, my God, I love it here so much. Oh, my God. It's so I'm so tired. <laughs> like immediately. Yeah. 
the pace is exhausting. I will tell you. And my daughter who is two and a half is straight up. Like, I don't like it here. Like really? she is pulling no punches. She's like, I don't like New York city. It's loud. It's scary. We visited friends in Amagansett this summer for a weekend. Uh-huh. And she talks about it every day. Really? Yeah. She's like, I want to live in Amagansett. I'm like, me too. But <laughs> I don't, where is that? Like, I don't even know where make that some money, Ella. Yeah. It's in the Hamptons. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but every day she's like, I don't like my house. I'm like, it's not a house. It's a tiny apartment. I'm currently <laughs> hiding in a closet. Right. I don't like my house. I don't like New York City. Wow. She's like, I want to live in Amagansett or New Jersey. <laughs> you're like, all right. I'm like, okay, well, at least you're clear. Yeah. Are you like trying to steer her um, away from doing any like acting stuff or is she showing kind of I mean, leaning towards it? She's definitely, I mean, she's definitely leaning towards it. Oh, damn. There's no, there's no way to steer her away because I bring her with me everywhere. Otherwise, I would never see her. Right. Um, and she loves singing. She loves applause. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, she actually came on stage with me, um, and my mom, my mom actually was an actress. um, Oh, cool. Yeah. My parents got divorced when I was like two years old. I'm fine. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, my, everything's fine. Don't worry. My mom remarried and we moved to New Jersey and then my mom just like never acted again. So for 35 years, she did not act. She was a voice teacher. And when my daughter was born, I convinced her to come out and like do a show with me. And so now we've been doing shows all over the country, did at the Kennedy center and like all over the place. And she's amazing. And it's, it's so exciting to see her fill that part of her again. Um, But I told Ella, I was like, Hey, you're going to come to a show. And Nana and I are going to be singing. And she was like, I, I want to sing. Wow. And that's yeah, amazing. I was like, okay. And she just marched on stage by herself. They gave her a little tiny microphone. Oh my God. And we sang Doe Deer and she bowed and marched off. And then now every day she asks me when we're going to sing again. She tells people that it's her job. Oh my God. What a babe. That's I know. So I'm sweet. so fucked. But you know, like <laughs> I, I definitely like talk to my friends about it. And I'm like, I just, I feel like I need to be providing her with other options. So my friend Chelsea got her um, a microscope. And she was like, oh, my gosh, thank you. And the very first thing she put under the microscope was a picture of herself. Oh. And I was like, well, I think we know you're going to be an actor. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. She's like, let me see me closer up. <laughs> Fuck, that is delightful. Oh. I know I'm really, really screwed unless she becomes famous and then I could just quit working. Well, yeah, that'd be cool. You know what I mean? Totally. Just get to it, little girl. <laughs> Hurry to it. Up. That's <laughs> um, so delightful. I love that so much. I, my kid, my uh, my daughter cannot be any uh, more uh, more different than I am. She's really where she were. I, I'm such a girl, like a girly girl. And she's like such a tomboy, like hangs out with all the dudes. Um, yeah, like. I'm always like, um, mommy's going to sing to you. And she's like, could you just, could you just not do that? <laughs> oh, oh my she, gosh. She's like, I will sing and you can, but can you, do, like, she's so, I mean, she kind of, she's into like, cause I play um, piano and guitar. And so she, she like play, likes to play those things, but yeah, she's, sure. she's like not, she doesn't really have that like performing gene, which is so fabulous my husband and i are such like, a relief great i know thank god thank god we're like hopefully and um, now she'll be either be gay or we'll just think men yes. are gross and we're hoping that our son is going to be gay and so yes. you know <laughs> then we'll be my friend sarah always says that she's like i'm raising my son's gay oh yes I mean, yeah, because I mean, obviously that's not a thing, but yeah, still, I like the idea of it. (laughs) People like she thinks it's a choice. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, I don't know how this works. No, I know, Um, but we would love it. We'd be like, oh man, that would be be magical. I know it would be so amazing. There's a song in my show actually called "Mama's Boy" about how, um, about how uh, we want them to be gay, and it's funny. Like, it depends on like what city we're playing. Uh, right but there's oh, always... i'm sure yeah. oh my god yeah yeah because <laughs> sometimes they're like i will not laugh at this bit oh, um, totally yeah when i do the melania impression sometimes because i do it in my show um, 
like I, I did it one time in Florida and that was a mistake. Oh shit. Yeah. You really have to know the city you're in. And yeah. and I, I sort of didn't realize that was a thing for some, I don't know why I'm so stupid. Um, that I was like, this will play everywhere. Um, because but, it, yeah. yeah, but you learn and then you're like, Oh, Got it. Places places and people are different. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it always, I agree, though, it's always confusing when you're like, no, no, this is universally funny because shit is fucked up. And yeah, I know what you mean. Um, So, okay, so let's get into this because I know that everyone is, you are so gorgeous. Um, What? Oh, my gosh. I wish you could see me right now. I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to send it to you. Okay. No, you are. You're so beautiful. Why? What are you, why, what are you rocking right now? I look, I look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I look like, I look like an old man. No, no, impossible. No, I do. It's so funny because like you describe yourself. I'm, I am not girly at all. Like when I don't have to be, um, like in life, Ella is constantly like, I don't like what you're wearing. Oh my God. Yeah. And my favorite thing, like, I don't wear makeup. I'm very, I just, I, it's not a cute look. Ella actually said to me one time, she, it was like six in the morning and we were leaving the house to go get coffee. And she was like, mama, put makeup on. And I was like, oh, sweetie, no, no, I didn't. And she went, I, I know. (laughs) Mama put makeup on. Oh my God. I was like, shit. She's so. You're a shady baby. But I, so I look like a crazy person. Um, unless I am being paid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's cool. Like, I mean, like, that sounds good to me. Um, again, my daughter could not be more different. I'm like, do you want, want me to paint your nails? She's like, no, can you just... Oh, I hate getting my nails painted. It's, it's, <laughs> I, it's like my nightmare sitting there and I just have to have someone touching me and I can't do anything. Yeah. Thank God for podcasts. All right, at least I can be... Right. But I'm not, but I don't like any of that stuff. Like getting my hair done, getting my nails done. I just, it makes me feel like annoyed. Yeah. I do not want to be doing it. My husband actually one day was like, can we talk about something? And I was like, sure. And he was like, you know, I feel like you've been wearing the same sweat shirt like every day. <laughs> And you're a very beautiful woman. And I just feel like you could put some effort into it. Oh my and I was God. like, yeah. And I was like, you can put some effort into your own dick. Yeah. How about you put some effort into fucking yeah. yourself? Because, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so amazing. And it's honestly, that's so charming because like, you know, the public sees you as like, you know, you have all these pictures where you're like super gorgeous, super done up in the gowns and then and then you're Melania and like you have so much and so it's so lovely to know that you aren't like that all the time you know oh no like I had an agent one time be like you have to stop posting pictures of yourself looking <laughs> like garbage on your Instagram <laughs> he was like you need to look nice on Instagram and I was like I actually don't no because yeah. I don't I want to be the antidote to people who constantly look gorgeous but, yes. so thank you but you know I, I do like take care of myself of I just um I just don't, I, I don't enjoy, um, the more like frilly aspect of it all. Okay, and I know yeah. a lot of people do. Yeah. I mean, so that's like, so the, that's what, why I did this podcast. Um, I started this podcast because like as moms, I think like we feel like we can't take care of ourselves. Like in 100%. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so yes. I started to feel like very like, if I, I remember what, um, when I had my daughter um, and she was like, you know, a week old and I had a, a picture and I was wearing red lipstick and the picture was of my beautiful little chubby monster that I just created. Right. And she was so pink and adorable. And all anyone could comment on was like, I can't believe you have lipstick on. Like, how did you find the time? And it it was so offensive to me. Yes, that um, is extremely offensive. It's very, I'm like, no, but look at yeah. my human. So, yeah, that um, I made. Yeah, that I create. And so, like, I felt it was, it was weird in a bunch of different ways where it was like, I, like, I was made to feel, I was sort of shamed into like still yep. needing that. And so, um, and because I am like, 
I love to put on makeup and stuff. And I right. and I also love it when moms don't, when they're like, no, fuck you. I will not. Um, yeah, just do whatever. The, but the mom shame thing, it's so intense. Like oh, whatever you want to do, I feel like just do it. Yeah. But there are there are like warring tribes of moms where I, I don't know what happens where everyone's like, no, it's my way. It's like my way is the only way or the best way or our way is the only way or the best way. Yeah. Like if you want to be like gorgeous on Instagram with your baby, like do that. If you want to like me, look like you are made of a trash bag, do that too. <laughs> like whatever you need to do to like, just do it. I, I truly don't understand why people feel the need to Shit be out. so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just Horrible. don't get it. Well, I I, that's our culture now, right? Because it's like it's anonymous yeah. and you can be like, I got that's you. That's true. That's true. And, yeah. And for and for you, like, and I, I, th- I just admire this so much about you that you're like, no, no, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want because that is really what women need to see, especially yes. like women in their 20s where it's like, yes, you don't need to be influenced by all this stuff. And yes. I've especially felt very um, empowered, like since I turned 40, where I'm like. You know, I am going to fucking do I'm going to post whatever I want. And like that for me is like I'll put on makeup or whatever Um, or I'll take a picture, (laughs) posted a picture of pants that gave me the worst camel toe ever. And I just, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, I'll I'll just zoom in on that camel toe. Um, So, you know, that's (laughs) so do you girl, do you? Whatever you need. I do feel like camel toe has hit a new level post-child. Oh I'm, I, I, where now I just feel like all pants are a pathway <laughs> to a camel toe. It is eventually. unbelievable. I can't. Yeah. Like my jeans are giving me. Yeah. A, me too. I, oh, no. That is my number one fear with jeans now. Me too. It used to be like, oh, does my butt look saggy or whatever? And now right. I'm like, does my vagina look gaping? <laughs> Like, that is not a great concern to have. It Girl. doesn't make me feel good. I'm so excited that we that we are talking about this because I feel like I bring up my, my camel toes so much. And people are like, I don't know. Okay. Like, I don't want to hear oh, about your huge vagina. I'm so thrilled that you are it's experiencing this. all I want to talk about. Yeah. Oh, no. It's like a really big thing. And I straight up, I was in rag and bone the other day, like trying to find some jeans. Yeah. And I put them on and I was like, oh, the back looks good. And then I came out and I was like, oh, my God. And I turned to the girl and I was like, will you please look at this? <laughs> and I'm like, what's happening here? And she was like, that's not great. And I was no. like, no, it's not. It's not. It looks like a fortune cookie. Oh, my This poor young girl was like, no, thank you. <laughs> Did she work there? Was she just shopping? No, that she would... worked there. Okay, yeah. She worked there. It'd be amazing yeah. if you're like, excuse me. Yeah. Um, I know that you. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, oh would my... you like to see something? Would you like Make to a see wish. Something? <laughs> 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 oh, my uh... fucking God. You were delightful. Um. <laughs> So I was so excited that we share this. <laughs> Me too. I actually found a hot hot mom tip. I um so you know Spanx, the line Spanx. Yes. Um they have leggings and jeans. What? Yes, girl. I know. And are they good? Yeah. Um, All right, I'm in. Dude, I got them on I, online and I was like, oh, these are just going to, my vagina's going to eat these right up. Yes, and exactly. No, they don't. They're flat like a Barbie. Like, I have no vagina. It's amazing. <laughs> Dream of dreams. I know. How do they do it? I don't How do they know. Do it? I don't know. Just a pussy portal. <laughs> it just sends it to like another dimension. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you just go over here and relax. <laughs> We've got this. It is so incredible. So I have been just telling the world about them. So definitely give them a try. They And like, you know, like I'm going to. They're the pull up. Obviously, like, you know, they're legging jiggings or whatever the fuck. But um, yeah, they're like really good. I'm so excited oh, about them. Great. So world. I mean, that was like I announced like on Facebook, like I found something that actually 
makes me look like I don't have two dicks as opposed to one vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Here's another, here's another problem that maybe you have a solution to. Yeah. So now like, I feel like I have four boobs. I feel like I have my regular boobs. Mm-hmm. And then coming out the side underneath my armpits are two more boobs. Oh my God, I have that too. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? Where I'm like, why is this spilling over the back of my bra? Like, what's happening? Do, that, do you have a solution for I, this? No, we, I'm going to. Okay. We, get, we right. have to well, like. Let's look into this. Let's ask about. Because I. Listeners. Listeners, how do you fix your um, armpit How tip? do you fix yeah. your armpit tip? Your own tip. <laughs> I don't know. I try to get those things that like that have like um the sides oh. that like push it in i feel like it yes. makes it worse it's weird me too it's truly horrible it is i yeah. really hate it <laughs> i do too i just feel like a, like a dripping candle yeah. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> so horrible oh my god i know i feel like i'm mel- i i say that to my husband i'm like i feel like i look like a fucking like like a melted ice cream cone. Like Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. I went to try on bras the other day, like went to a fancy bra store so that they could fit me. I'm like, well, maybe that's the problem is I just have the wrong bra. Right. And every time she would put a bra on me, she would stand behind me and just gently push back my <laughs> armpits. And I was like, no, that's cheating. Like, unless you're going to follow me around the rest of the day, smoothing <laughs> those down. This bra still doesn't work. What the fuck is and like obviously like you work out right? You work out fairly. Yes. Yeah. So I, I don't do. Know. I exercise. I I really don't. It's like a post breastfeeding. I don't know. Yeah. But it's disgusting. It's a I know bummer. <laughs> yeah. I know that much. <laughs> know. Not not excited about it. I, I like I recently, I, I like after Bo, my daughter, I felt like like oh like they're not too bad after my son. Yeah. Girl. Oh. My nip. Bulls are nine miles long. Oh my god, just antennas. So, yeah. so low. They're so low. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, the low is just—it's crazy. It's crazy. And we yeah, sh- no. Ella said to me, "Why are they down there?" <laughs> oh my like, god, you, um, ma'am, uh, check yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is your work. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You see those cheeks? You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I know. My husband before, way before we got married, any engaged, anything, we were like just newly dating and we were laying, I was like laying on my side in bed and he was like, hey, um, why does your boob do that? I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, why does it flop over like that? And I'm like, nope. I don't know. No. Why does your dick go lonely for the next several days? <laughs> exactly. The fuck is wrong with you? I know. I, sometimes I'm like, I just want to be like, did you think about it before it came out? <laughs> no. Never. Like, did you think of the consequences? No. You ne- they never do. Now you're gonna. Now you're gonna be in a timeout. <laughs> now you're in. T- you go in the timeout chair. Go face the wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, totally. It's so <laughs> fucked up. Um, well, <laughs> God damn, this is probably the best. Interview this of is my just life. a podcast <laughs> where a person complains the whole time and has no solution. <laughs> this is just a podcast exactly. that doesn't help anyone. But it's therapy for the person you're interviewing. Absolutely. We just laugh about our huge vaginas and our, yeah. our pit tits. Um, <laughs> it's really very charming. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay well let's talk about like the stuff that you okay. do like so in terms okay. of what's like so we can talk about any products that you love because i know that people okay. will go a- apeshit for that and also like what your self-care routines are now Where do you like so to start? i will say that like meditation is my number one self-care thing that if i do it i feel like a different person mm. um if i meditate like genuinely, I've, I've actually done before and after photos on my Instagram of just 20 minutes of meditating. And I look like 10 years younger. Wow. Um, I feel so much better emotionally in every way. So that's my number one. Exercise is the number two. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just like a brisk walk, just like a mom walk. Right. Um, that I, that is, I is, I really need to do that. Um, so those are like my two main things, just like drinking a ton of water. And then I put like apple cider vinegar oh. 
just a capful um, and a little bit of lemon in the morning. And I feel like that's just a really nice detoxifier. And at night, um, if I'm trying like not to be drinking booze, Mm -hmm. it actually has sort of like a boozy flavor to it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, kind of like kombucha does. Right. Um, and so I find that to be like very helpful. And then in terms of products, I, you know, I was diagnosed with Epstein-Barr, which is the virus that gives you mono. Um, and in it, they recommend this like super clean diet. And then I realized, well, I'm just slathering like chemicals on my skin constantly. Mm -hmm. So I started doing like all organic products. Um, mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, just to try and like minimize the chemicals that I'm putting on my body. Okay. Um, and there's um, a website called the Detox Market. Okay. And everything on there is totally organic. Um, ex- and they have everything, like hair, like hair, makeup, skincare, everything. So the D, de- so the Detox. Mar- yeah, the DetoxMarket.com. Market. Mm-hmm. Um writing that down so um uh okay wait first let's i want to talk about the um the vinegar the apple cider vinegar yeah so what does that do it just like detoxify it just helps sort of remove waste like as we get older we have a harder time Mm -hmm. just like digesting and just everything you know slows down and um i have a, a holistic practitioner who recommended that like twice a day I do just like a capful of apple cider vinegar um, and some lemon juice and water and it's actually like delicious and I feel like much um, like lighter I don't mean weight wise Mm -hmm. I just mean like less toxic (laughs) right? um, after I do it and um, if you put like some ice in there and like a little bit of raw honey it's like actually really delicious and how many ounces of water like just eight or yeah, just eight. Wow. Okay, I didn't know because I know that a lot of people integrate like apple cider vinegar into their skincare. Um, sure. You know, like will they'll like uh, dilute it with water and then use it like as a toner. But I didn't. I've. I guess I didn't know that. I mean, that makes sense. That yeah, you would, like the Bragg's organic apple cider vinegar. It's so good for your system. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hot tip. Hot tip, hot tip, hot mom hack. Um, I love that. And so, and then, so in terms of, oh, and do you exercise every day? I don't do it every day. If I'm being like, if I'm really on it, I do it five times a week. That's amazing. That's huge. Yeah. But normally I would say it's like three to four. Yeah. Um, and it's like a lot of times it's like a speed walk while pushing my child up a giant mountain to go to school in the morning. Right. Um, and then, you know, and it's like, you know, probably takes me about 20 minutes and it legitimately is straight uphill. Um, so I do do that every morning yeah. or most mornings. Um, and then I, I try to do like Pilates. Um, so, and so I, this is so dramatic, but I broke my neck, um, in 2003 and I've had two surgeries on my spine. So I can't like run or I have a lot of restrictions. Yeah. So, um, I can only do like certain Pilates exercises, elliptical walking. Um, I can't even do like crazy biking where you have to be on your forearms and stuff like that. It's too much pressure on my, my fusion. Um, I know it sucks. And so I have to be sort of mindful, but it's also something I actually have to do. Cause if I stop moving my body, I'm like the tin man all of a sudden I like can't turn my head. Right. Yeah. Um, can you do yoga? So I know I have to be really careful because there's so much, you know, with like the downward dog, there's so much pressure. Right. Um, and plank and all that stuff. I just have to be really careful because I have a lot of vertebrae fused. I have a lot of like metal in my neck. Wow. Yeah, so I have to be really careful about that. Oh my god, did you did that happen when you were working or something? Yeah, it happened on stage. I oh, was doing shit. a pratfall, I know, in a show called Into the Woods, and I like um, had to fall down a flight of moving stairs. Oh my god! Um, and you know, I was like twenty-one years old, and the first time I did it, I was like, I don't ever want to do that again. Yeah. And then they sort of shamed me into it and I wanted to please everyone. Sure. So I would say like people pleasing broke my neck because yeah, yeah. I, 
I did it for nine months until finally my body was like, nope. Holy shit. That is so scary. It was super scary. But um, I'm good now. Like, I really am. As long as I stay on top of it and do my exercises, I'm I'm pretty good to go. So I'm very grateful. It could be, I could have been in a very, very bad situation. Yes, definitely. I'm grateful. Yeah, me too. Holy shit, that's really insane. Um, Yeah, it was no joke. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Um, Wow. So, um, okay, so the detox market. I've never yes. heard of this ever. I'm so excited Ugh, to learn about so it. It's so good. It's really, really good. Yeah. So what's like your top, like what do you use from there? So I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Rawa, R-A-H-U-A. Mm-hmm. They have really beautiful shampoos and conditioners. They smell amazing. Okay. Um, I use a black African soap. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also like on my body that is really, really delicious. Mm -hmm. And then they have, um, at the detox market, these like, um, uh, travel size face wipes, but it's essentially just coconut oil. So when I'm home, I just use coconut oil to like take all my makeup off. Right. Um, and then when I'm traveling, I don't want to travel a giant jar of coconut oil. Right. <laughs> um, and so you can get these little um, individually wrapped wipes, essentially, and they're pretty great. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you? And noticed... they have like. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Makeup, like Juice Juice Beauty. Yeah. Um, Is Juice Beauty part really of good. Goop or something? Did that? I hope not. <laughs> Just because I can't. <laughs> That's, I feel like, I'm sorry, any listener who loves Goop. I just can't get behind a website that's like, here's a, an Afghan for only $3,500. <laughs> Where you're like, no, I'm not going to spend that. But she did introduce vaginal steaming. Oh, Jesus. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe <laughs> our vagas are just wrinkly. <laughs> we just need to like... <laughs> Just get Maybe those I should not out. be mocking her. Maybe I just need to steam it out. <laughs> That's what, yeah, you're right. We got to make an appointment immediately. You know what, Gwyneth? I deeply apologize. <laughs> and you steam my vag for me. <laughs> I still don't know why people do it, but um, I mean, I'm down, I'm down to clown. I mean, you know? I'll try anything. I know, seriously. <laughs> Honestly, at this point. So, um, uh, do you have, um, so... In terms of your skincare now, have you found that, like, A, since being a mom, that you, like, because your skin changes so, I mean, it changes as you get older, but after having a kid, did you notice, like, a lot of changes in your skin? Yes. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, cool. I have acne. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. Um, And, you know, I had really bad cystic acne um, for a long time, Mm -hmm. from the time I was, like, 10 to the time I was 22. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to go on Accutane and it was horrible. Um, but my mom was like, you are going to be really happy as you get older because you have oily skin and you won't wrinkle mm-hmm. and knock on wood. That has been pretty true. I, I mean, I'm definitely wrinkly like in my forehead just from having emotion, mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> feeling those feelings, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Having those feelings. But, uh, after I had my daughter, I was like, okay, cool. So I'm dry on my cheek. But then I'm like super oily and broken out right by my nose. So that was super fun. But that's kind of settled down now. And I do find that I'm, my skin is more dry than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just have to moisturize more. I've also um, found a vitamin C serum on oh. Detox Market. Oh, yeah. And that has really helped with the splotches because I got pretty splotchy. Yeah, I know my skin got went fucking crazy with both my kids yeah yeah also my hair I was like oh cool I'm also balding and I look like Gollum oh my god wait (sighs) like like aside from just like the postpartum shedding like no it was the postpartum shedding but it was like it was as I I don't know what was happening and I also I had like very bad postpartum depression so I I was like oh cool I um don't think I love my baby and also my hair is falling out oh my god it is so fucked up I know so crazy I know And, and I had the opposite thing where people were like maybe you should like maybe you should do something nice for yourself and like look nice 
Like maybe if you see, if you see someone in the mirror that you recognize, you'll feel better. And I was like, or maybe I need psychological help and medication. Right. Maybe that's what I need. (laughs) But good for you. Thanks for the advice. I know, but thanks. Um, you fuck bags. That's not helpful. I know, but maybe you should be pretty. Maybe you should eat a dick. How about that? Um, pretty will make you feel better. No, I had, um, did you have postpartum right after Ella or did it take a while? You know, she was colicky. Mm-hmm. So she, and we had like major, major breastfeeding problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went on this insane diet to rule out cause they thought she had allergies. So, okay. and I'm not exaggerating. I went on a diet where I ate only, um, turkey, steamed, um, zucchini, sweet potatoes and brown rice. Oh, nice. So I was starving. Oh God. I will, Ella would not sleep. She could only sleep for 45 minutes at a time if someone bounced her on a, like a physio ball. Oh, baby. So I wasn't sleeping. I was starving. Yeah. Um, so it took about, I definitely noticed, yeah, within like the second week, I was like, I don't feel like I think I, I should feel. Right. But then I thought, well, I'm not sleeping and this must be what it is. Everybody says the first, you know, three months are really hard and the first year really is hard. And so I didn't think much of it. And then finally I was like, I, something is wrong. Right. <laughs> and I, my husband like helped me and I, I got a medication. And by the time she was six months old, I felt tremendously better. She was also sitting up. So her reflux was better. So she wasn't screaming like she was being, being set on fire 24 hours a day. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So that was helpful. Um but yeah, that was you. So you had postpartum as well. I did. Yeah, I had it. Um, uh, ten months after. Um, oh wow! Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and so and I didn't even know that that was possible. Um, right. Me either. Yeah. So um, I uh, and so it. The because I mean I depression is something like I'm very familiar with, sure. um, but mine was like I'm going to run this motherfucker off the road and then right. <laughs> murder them, <laughs> like, right, like right, insane anger, yep. um, and it's crazy. I mean, because our hormone hormones are so jacked anyway, um, yeah, and then we have all these like our body feels weird and 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 it's hard for us to like really kind of narrow it down to like what are these feelings is this like normal I'm I think that's so um admirable and um healthy of you to be like this is not I don't think that this is par for the course at all um that's really good because lots of people don't do that I well, I guess I think it's hard to know, and because women are constantly shamed into not talking about their feelings mm-hmm. and being sort of perfect, blissful images of like the Madonna, oh, yeah. um, not like our Madonna, right? But <laughs> the Virgin Mary, um, <laughs> you know, I, it's it's like we don't really talk about it. You know, I had friends; my friends were like, "We knew something was really wrong when you wouldn't let us come over." Oh yeah. Um, where they were like, let me bring you something. And I was like, nope, I'm good. Bye. Because right. I just was like being like Bilbo Baggins in my <laughs> Shire. I did not want to see anyone. That's two Lord um, of the Rings uh, references I'm in one interview. very nerdy. You're I'm sorry. it, girl. I love I'm it. sorry. <laughs> You're welcome, fellas. Oh, my God. It's so magical. I love it. Do you it. think I'm going to get a lot of dates from this oh, interview? They're going to be... They're like yeah. gaping vagina, check. <laughs> Armpit tits, check. Lord of the Rings references, check, check. Your your um star is going up by several points, girl. This Meanwhile, is, this I've is... just been fired from my agent. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, look, if those agents don't adore all of the things that you talked about because they are fucking hilarious and delightful, <laughs> then those are not the right people for you. <laughs> um i just love oh the whole thing so um i uh yeah right and so it kind of did it manifest in sort of like uh, like an overwhelming like sadness or were you like i just like i had anxiety where i was just like constantly um obsessively looking for solutions okay 
So I was like, I had seven breastfeeding consultants, literally sure, yeah, seven lactation consultants, five sleep training consultants. Um, I was constantly up all night Googling solutions to like fix the problem of my brain, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it was my brain. I was like, if I can just fix these things, then everything will be fine. Um, and then I was like on the street by myself, which was rare. Cause I also wouldn't let anybody else take care of her. Right. We had a nanny, like we had a nanny and the nanny would just like sit there and eat chicken while I like <laughs> legitimately, I feel like she always was eating rotisserie chicken 24 <laughs> oh hours. God. I mean, not 24 hours, but like the five hours that she was there. That's really. I wouldn't weird. let anyone else take care of her. Um, and you know, people were like, you need to sleep through the night. Like you sleep through the night. We'll give her a bottle. And I was like, no, she needs me. Only me. Like it just became an intense anxiety, um, more than anything. And, um, and then I was on the street by myself and I had the thought, like, what if I just walk in front of this truck? Mm. And I was like, okay, nope, game over. Mm -hmm. Because I had not had those feelings before. And I was like, this is not. This is not right. right. Um, and, you know, it took a it took a minute to find the right medication. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I did and once I like started talking to a person and allowing for more help and allowing for self-care and time by myself, you know, anytime I did anything for myself, I thought I'm being a bad mom. Mm, yeah. You know, I'm not being a good mom. Right. Um, even like to take a shower. Like I didn't take a shower for like five days one time. Yeah. And, and, and I was like, how is, and finally in retrospect, I'm like, how did that make me a good mom? Just being disgusting. Right. Um, but it's, it's something about the sort of the martyrdom of motherhood where you sacrifice everything for your children. And I don't, I don't actually think that that's what my daughter needs at least. Right. Um, so, you know, incorporating self-care into my life was really, really important, starting with, you know, medication and exercise and, and feeding myself healthy foods and, um, meditation and seeing friends, making time to be with girlfriends. And then like looking at washing my face or taking a shower, not as like a burden to bear or a thing that's taking me away from my child, but as a moment to be with my own thoughts and care for my body. You know, because when you're taking care of someone else's body all the time, you can only give so much without return. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And we, we, so. and that's the big thing about being a mom, right? Is that like, I mean, you, I mean, you, you described it so perfectly. That's like, if I do this for myself, then I'm a bad mom. And like, that, yeah, that follows totally. us always and you know I I mention this all the time but no one no one says that to my husband like wait you took a 30 minute shit you're such a bad dad (laughs) you know right right. (laughs) well just Um, like I'm sure no one was like are you gonna go back to work exactly right to him you know it's it's all of the expectations are totally different for motherhood yeah like the idea that we've we cease to be a person once we become a mother like no one's expecting that of dudes no, right. They're always they're always whole. And now, yeah. you know, like our whole focus uh, is and, and no matter how how much we know as women that that is bullshit, it yeah. is hard to shake. It is baked in there. Um, yeah. So I've been trying to like I, I've been trying to like scream from the rooftops like we got to tear this motherfucker down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? So. Same. Yes, girl. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's great that you're doing oh. that because you have such a good platform to, you know, like where you, I mean, it's really important that people, you know, can know that. Yeah. I mean, I, my, my girlfriend and I, she's an opera singer at the Met. Her name is Kate Mangiamelli. And she and I started an Instagram called Mamas for Mamas mm. because we were just so tired of seeing either like, you know, like the perfect you know, flowing dresses in a field of wheat, like those, those photos. But then also the alternative is like, Oh, I hate these garbage monsters. Give me a whole bottle of wine and a straw. Right. Like it's just like, yeah, there didn't seem to be much in between. And to me, it all feels in between. There are times where I feel like the lady in the field and there are times where I'm like, give me a bottle of wine and a straw. So, you know, I just, 
I, I do feel like there's a deep seated misogyny, obviously, in our culture. And it's linked to people not wanting to talk about miscarriages, not wanting to talk about postpartum depression, not wanting to talk about what happens to our bodies, you know, before and, and during and after pregnancy. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not necessarily a sexy topic, obviously, to, you know, be talking about our gaping vagina. But like, <laughs> I, I disagree. do think it's important. I, <laughs> I mean, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> to each his own. Um, but I do feel like I really... Like, I wish when I had just had my daughter, like, I could listen to a show like this, you know? Like, I wish that I could be like, oh, okay, great. I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm going through a monumental life change. Yes. (laughs) And I've just done the hardest thing I'll ever do, which is for 10 months, carry a person. And then however long it took you to push that person out or for them to pull it out of you Mm -hmm. or whatever, however it got here, like... I just, it kills me that we're expected to just like bounce back and be ourselves again. Um, Like immediately, like, no, I'm wearing a diaper. Yeah. I'm wearing mesh underwear. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And I wore those for like, five months oh they're the like, best they're amazing they really are. i miss them i, I miss too. them to this day <laughs> <I do too. laughs> yeah no absolutely and that's so um i'm so glad you do said i hear that. somebody singing do i hear somebody singing in you the hear background? a baby actually um, oh I, I'm, my at, God. I'm at the studio and um ryan the uh one of the producers of campfire he has um a, a newborn he's a little baby bully so oh my god yeah. congrats ryan no he's um this he's so cute he's such a little oh my munch. god he's got like those little rolls on his wrist oh, oh, give me a wrist roll lord <laughs> it's delicious give me a goddamn wrist roll <laughs> it's so funny because like after i had ella i was like never again right. and now i definitely am like i just want a little baby that smells like a baby i know now my kid smells like a kid so she's broken <laughs> oh i ruined her already yeah, yeah that broke her. <laughs> i'm um, gonna make a new one yeah you know i was like that too after Bo, after like pushing for nine gajillion hours oh my god um, so awful yes. so um, many fucking hours oh my god it's so crazy and i remember I looking at my husband doing like during like right when she was crowning and i go we're never fucking doing this again oh totally and then of course yeah. you did you forget <laughs> yeah yes, exactly <laughs> i'm like oh i basically got myself pregnant because um, he was like being very careful about not, and I was like, "Give me that dick!" So um, <laughs> basically, impregnated myself. Um, yeah, so poor guy. Um, uh, poor guy. He's fine. <laughs> he's actually he's fine. Yeah, he's a white guy in America. I think he's fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, Laura, I, I am even more in love with you than I was. Before oh, you were same. just the most lovely, hilarious, beautiful person. And um, oh, thank you so Amy. much for taking time. I just, it's been, I'm, I'm just like, I'm like even more of a, I'm like your biggest fan. I'm going to start like dressing like, you know, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to, I want to be in your skin. skin. like a suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that we both went to skin suit. I know. I mean, we're clearly kindred spirits. <laughs> We have huge vaginas and we like to wear skin suits. Um, exactly. So um, where can um, my listeners find you? Like they, they can find me on social media, on Instagram, just at Laura Benanti. Mm-hmm. And on, so Instagram and Twitter, I don't really do Facebook very much. I have uh, an account that's run by somebody else. So, um, and then you can go to my website, lauravenanti.com. You can see like what concerts I'm doing. Um, and I update that a lot. And, you know, right now I'm, I like, I finished one movie with Michael Keaton a few months ago and I'm shooting this movie now. So, um, hopefully we'll have release dates for those. And then that's kind of it right now. Concerts and, and shooting this movie. So. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Ooh, Michael Keaton. Oof. 
He's in he's incredible. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's still. I still was like, hello, sir. <laughs> hello there, Batman. Yeah, he's. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's just a, such a good actor. Whoa. Yeah, he's incredible. Wow, that must have been yeah. really cool. That was incredible. All my scenes were with him, and I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Oh, so good. Yeah, girl, killing it. Um, well, again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank it's you. It's been such a pleasure. And um, I hope that um, I get to like see you in, in, in real life. Me too. Soon. I would love that. Let me know if and when you're in New York. Yes, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. We might be bringing the show there, so hopefully. <gasps> oh, my yeah. God. Please. I want to come. Yes, it'd be so amazing. Um, I would love it. Well, you're so lovely, Laura. Have a great rest of your thank day. Thank you, Amy. You too. I hope to talk to you, talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, as always, I appreciate you. Uh, you are amazing. Talk to you soon. Bye. Mom. 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 Let's get your shit together. Oh, sorry, I fucked up. How can I fuck up the words? It's the name of my podcast. Hey, guys. I'm Stevie Nelson. And I'm Dave Horowitz. And we're the hosts of I Burn Everything. It's a podcast about food and relationships, which, you know, if we're being honest, are two out of the three things people want to talk about anyway. What's the third thing? Netflix. Okay. We'd like you to rate, review, and subscribe if you like it. Anywhere you listen to your podcast. Apple? iPod? Stitcher? Do you still have iPods? <laughs> <laughs> if you have an iPod, do it on an iPod. I don't know. If you have a Zune, do it on your it's Zune. probably hard to even charge them now. Yeah. Good luck. And if you have a Tamagotchi, you can't do any of this. Yeah. You can't stream audio on a Tamagotchi, but you you can feed them. Yeah. You still so keep feed feeding. those little buggers. They're hungry. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Campfire.